0: This is not a military takeover.
1: Stand by for action. Rebuild. I am on a battle stick. Stick. Anything can happen in the next hour.
0: to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show for the best in punk, junk and glunk.
2: Owner, I'm healthy. I'm not a gig, meaning that this week's episode is coming at you live. the brand new single from Marvel that would be a slasher with a broken heart was playing. Producer Barton Stacey posed the question, how can we prove that we are actually doing this live? As doubts have been raised, mentioning no names, David Williams. Simple solution, Barn, who is uh, a floor down from me in the Conservatory along with engineer Fender Bridges, if you'd like to turn the radio on that's just by the chair between the toilet door and the Dalek, you think I'm kidding, we will hear a current news item proving that we are doing this on a wing and a prayer Life, Are you ready? Just put the speaker up to the mic yeah that's it.
3: I am speaking to you from the cabinet room at 10 Downing Street this morning the British ambassador in Berlin handed the German government a final note stating that unless we heard from them by 11 o'clock that they were prepared at once to withdraw their troops from Poland a state of war would exist between us. I have to tell you now that no such undertaking has been received and that consequently this country is at war with Germany.
2: Yikes that doesn't sound good. On the other hand this does. Obviously, the Stranglers and this song taken from their up and coming new album, Dark Matters. You may have already seen the video to the Just Heard track that features former Coventry, Nottingham Forest and Newcastle footballer Stuart Smyko Pierce, who has seen the band over something like 300 times. Stuart also, if memory serves me well, introduced the Damned just before they performed Smash It Up at Steve Lemuck's 2017 Christmas Punk Party at Maidervale for BBC6 Music. Right, on to this week's live shenanigans that unfortunately were curtailed as I was getting over a head cold, meaning I did in actual fact miss the baboon show at the Lexington. I know it was only a cold, but when I get one, they go straight to me nose and my eyes, so it was in everyone's interest that I stayed reluctantly at home. I jokingly, on social media, put a picture of me lying in bed covered with a handkerchief with the caption send thoughts and prayers now i'm glad my friends care but the amount of get tested for covid seriously you might have it panic 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 replies had me turning off the comments obviously i'm not a you know, covid denier or an anti-vaxxer but it was just a cold i've been double jabbed i know you can still get it even if you have been vaccinated but it was a cold it didn't prevent me from working outside doing a manual job but i did take things easy as I didn't want to miss the Wild Hearts down in Dover, hence foregoing the Baboon Show. And I didn't, and I was fine, and I am now. I do wonder if the post was uh, mental health related, it would have received the same level of urgency from those who don't know me in real life. Anyway, to the gig in hand, the last time I saw the Wild Hearts was up at the Forum in Kentish Town with the Backyard Babies at the beginning of February 2020 the last major theatre-style gig that i go to until the Wild Hearts played Dover last Saturday. Now, I've seen the Wild Hearts play the booking hall before, Uh, October 2019, Jane of Stark and the last great dreamers and support. And as you can imagine, the place was sold out. This time round, the date was a late addition, as the original one in Bristol had been cancelled due to a fire at the venue. And without support, Band of the same calibre and the short notice. The gig wasn't a sellout. Even the band's official website still had the Bristol date going ahead. If only the middle night and Discharge discharged with the opening acts. Oh, that's Nottingham. Still seriously thinking about doing that. Anyway, uh, the band opened with diagnosis from the Renaissance men and then straight into Vanilla Radio before powering into Sick of Drugs. And on my part, it, it felt odd. As this was the Wild Hearts, and although I'm not known for jumping up and down at gigs, I do sing along, with my head nodding and my foot tapping, but I was like, yeah, I'm allowed to do this. Are these people too close? Can I move over there? And I think I wasn't the only one who felt that way. Obviously a band, whether it be the Wild Hearts or not, feeds off their audience. So it wasn't until Remember These Days, with its six-track medley of past Wild Hearts tunes, that things clicked, with me going, oh yeah... I can enjoy and be seen to enjoy the gig. Only Sucker Punch from the band's debut of Earth Versus got an airing, uh, too if you include Caffeine Bomb from the reissue. But uh, I went away happy and contented with the 14-song selection, not once thinking, you know what, I really wish they played me That or the other. Much has been made of the availability of the new a 21st Century Love Song album, or lack of it i have the amazon 12 track exclusive release on pre-order that arrived tuesday no wait it's arriving anytime between 24th of september and the 27th of october it's actually quicker for me to order the japanese version with another two but different bonus tracks however the regular 10 track cd was available from the merch table that was signed and it was only a tenner so i purchased that and as a temporary fallback for those unable to get to one of the gigs the album is available to stream online I know it's not everyone's cup of tea or choice but at least if you wish to hear it you can now I guess I should play a track from the aforementioned new album I was tempted to play sort your fucking shit out but anyhow far too obvious so instead I've settled on a physical exorcism Ah. Stop! 24 hours later, I was back at the booking hall, this time with Mrs. A to see the choir boys, who, as you know, sacked Ginger just before the band started to record their debut album, A Bit of What You Fancy, for being too heavy. A charge I think we can all agree he was guilty of. Uh, Ginger actually said, if anyone sees Spike the following day, that they should thank him on his behalf, as it was the best decision the band ever made. Unfortunately, I didn't bump into Spike, but I did see... Alan Clayton from The Dirty Strangers and who is the Choir Boys tour manager, who said to me, I thought you weren't well. It was only a cold, I replied, and look, I am all better now. The Choir Boys are currently busy promoting the 30th anniversary of their aforementioned debut album that has been re-recorded by the current core member lineup of Spike, Griff, Paul Gruen, Keith Weir. I know the band have released about a dozen albums since then, but it still remains a firm fan favourite, with obviously a great swathe of it played live. I've forgotten how many times I've seen the band live. Uh, first was when they were the Queer Boys in 84, but they have never failed to put on a good show. And last Saturday, if not Sunday, was no exception, with Spike asking the question, are you ready for some rock and roll? The answer was, of course we bloody well are. An hour and 20-odd minutes later, all 280 of us in the sold-out booking hall were a spent force. I was so glad that I didn't have to work Monday morning. As you know, I like demos, and uh, talking to David Williams, him again, at the Drillers Geeks a couple of weeks ago, oh, he's just actually tested positive for COVID on Tuesday. The only symptoms he had was a uh, slight cough, so he's currently self-isolating, meaning he missed Wild Hearts gig on Thursday. And he won't be listening to this on his way into work Saturday morning. So get well soon, mate. Uh, anyway, we were saying that we both liked the original version of 7 o'clock, you know, the one without the chorus. I remember the first time I heard the new version thinking, what happened there? It's a bit like when Ginger joined the band two days before the choir boys supported Guns N' Roses at Hammersmith Odeon with me going... That's not Tom Goulson on guitar. Yeah! weeks after hearing Armageddon together from Sammy Yaffa's debut solo album, The Innermost Journey to Your Outermost Mind, on Steve Vincent's Mystery City, I said that I thought that said song reminded me very much of John Lennon's Cold Turkey. Oh, as an aside, Steve didn't know how to pronounce, like me, the band name Bay Bees, either it's B-A-A-B-E-S. So anyway, uh, as I now have the aforementioned album, that will be, like, you know, the, in the most it to the outermost mind, I thought it would be a good idea for...
0: Compare
2: and contrast. As I haven't done one for ages. Up first is Lennon's The Ultimate Mixed Version taken from the Plastic Ono Band 8 CD box set, which will swiftly be followed by Sammy Yaffer's Armageddon together. with me and say that Armageddon together has a certain cold turkey feel and flavour about it. Definitely not proven. Right, as we are in segmentation mode and we're about halfway through the show, that must mean it's time for this week's Grammar Free in the UK. This week it features Peter Bentham and the Dinner Ladies. Take a listen.
3: Grammar free in the UK. The lockdown letters. Bonkers correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. Dear Pete Bentham and the Dinner Ladies, I have just heard your Great Britain bureaucratic face bashing anti-ballad. I was Googling the basic salary of an education centre nourishment consultant as my niece Rachel is sick of staying in and wishes to work about 16 hours per week. Sadly the role of part time punk was not on the local authority website. Your refrain, don't listen to the government does not apply though as the school catering position was available to all genders, a boy can be a dinner lady but you can be a woman too, however in the aforementioned that London the answer to who talks a lot without saying anything may not lie with England's capital city, it is not endowed with vocal cords. it is merely a vast tract of land many manipulative expert handlers have oblivious passive charges semi-sinister duos of this nature include Meghan markle and the duke of sussex keith harris and orville and to continue the minor royal theme ray allen and lord charles you appear quite antagonistic towards the area in question one can only surmise that if as you state England's up for sale, although I can find no record of such a posting on Zoopla. You would insist on its exclusion if the successful bidder. Yours D Philpot.
4: Dear Mr Philpot. Regarding your letter about our pop song That London, let us first congratulate you on your knowledge of our band's back catalogue, proving you are indeed a hit potato or pondateur. A la mode as they say in Shoreditch in that London. Also, please wish your niece Rachel the best of luck in the noble profession of dinner lady. But is she aware of the new forthcoming regulations? As of the 1st of January 2021, in the new Brexit era, the menu will include such delicacies as Queen Victoria Sponge, Farage Potage, and Croque monsieur will be renamed Cheese and Hamon for gamon. However, Our problem isn't with the fine people of the capital, but the extortionate cost of living and the creeping gentrification, which we feel is even beginning to invade the People's Republic of Liverpool. Only the other day I was asked if I wanted smashed avo on my plate of scouse at Maggie May's cafe. Also, the thought of paying 50p to carry out a normal bodily function seems very harsh when London has many fine statues of politicians and slave traders one can use to relieve yourself. We also feel that the line, who talks a lot without saying anything, is justified after watching the government's daily Covid bulletins for four long months. In conclusion, we would like to say we have many friends in London and there are lots of fine punk bands there, but where will the gentrification end? Will the Liverpool street punk's Sham 69 become Sham Chateaubriand 1969? That's our worry. And yes, our album is called England's Up For Sale. No luck so far. Maybe we should put an advert on eHarmony. Old girl, past the best, G S O H -H six new partner, no WMDs. Yours, Pete Bentham and The Dinner Ladies. For all your kitchen core needs, visit facebook.com slash dinner liverpool or pete uk Bye for now. Make gauss, not war. Thank you.
3: free in the UK by DD filter is available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke or from your favorite independent book or record shop continuing with
2: regular features it's now time a full covers corner <laughs> like me you probably have seen the news that abba have released new music with an album of new material on the event horizon now i'm not sure what your take on the swedish Fab 4 is but i really enjoy them however having said that i've not heard the new music but i'm sure it will tick all the right boxes anyway my favorite tracks are eagle and does your mother know when i was banding i really wanted to cover does your mother know but sadly it remains unrecorded however smash fashion back in 2009 recorded it for their don't Pet The Sweaty Things album. Mind you, having said that, it's uh, only on the 13-track version that sports it. Uh, Discogs don't even have it listed at all. Sunderland Punker's Leatherface recorded Eagle on the Leatherface forward stroke dual box split album of your choice live series that hit the real record shops in 1994. And as a bonus, I'm going to play you Sartle's take on Ring Ring that I believe appeared on Headquake. But don't quote me on that. Hmm. the time, Barton, 11.48 and 47 seconds. Right, we better crack on. The Poison Boys, who hail from Chicago, have just released a new single, Little Speedway Girl on Riot Records, that sounds remarkably like this. Duncan Reid from Duncan Reid and the Big Heads and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'd be nuts to listen to anything else. After Caboom Poison Boys there. and Little Speedway Girl, you heard, because I played the brand spanking new Bitch Queen single Burn It Down, which is the third track to be lifted from the band's up-and-coming new album, Custom Dystopia, which is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 5th of November through Nux Noise. As you know, music excites me, as I'm sure it does you So yesterday. That was the 9th of September. Future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners, Stu Max, former bassist with Glucifer, sent me the promo link to his new album, Socio Pathfinder, by Dang, three exclamation marks after Dang, at 7.30 in the morning, which is due out on the 15th of October. Unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your point of view, I was at work. Yeah, I know, it always looks like I'm drinking beer in our back garden, but when the weather was being so good Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, it would have been rude uh, of me not to take advantage of the extra vitamin D. So I was unable to immediately listen to the aforementioned album. I'll tell you, Blue Water Shopping Centre has never had its cardboard waste cleared so fast, with me at half nine, powering my way home along the A2, M25 and A21. I know I've already aired uh, Manic Possessive on episode 817 with me saying that the song had me thinking of Ghost pretending to be the Stranglers. Well, the full album isn't like that. Yes, there are some great Hammond-style keyboard work, but at the same time, Stu and Dang, three exclamation marks after Dang, seem to be influenced by the Sonics and uh, 60s Garage Rock. Now, if I had time, things better, I would have aired the last track, Eight Minutes to Doomsday, that, as the title suggests, last eight minutes, and would have perfectly taken us to the midnight hour and this week's repeat of Will Meadows' classic rock show, or, if you're listening to the 9am Sunday morning repeat, it would have been, uh, or is, the repeat of Ola's Cool Kitchen. But as you can see, I've only got, what time is it? It's uh, 11.55 and 27 seconds, so instead, I've settled on Land that, at 4 minutes and 16 seconds is going to take us out of this week's show. Until next week, take it easy.